raccoony. What it is. What in the world are you doing? Well, you know, <clears throat> doing it. What have you been doing? Working. Fishing. Yeah. A little bit of everything. Uh, I worked today, too. Yeah. <laughs> Probably did way more than you did. Probably did. Yeah. As usual. Probably. As usual. I wouldn't say as usual, but it probably happened. I, I used that uh, DeWalt half-inch driver that uh, you and Buck got me for Father's Day today. Yeah. I told you. You use it. I had to take the plate off the track frame on that D6 dozer and pump the tracks up in it. No, you done tore it up. No, I had to pump the tracks up. They got loose. <clears throat> yep. Because you tore them up. No. <laughs> so that thing, uh, thing worked pretty good for that. Thank so y'all. Do you, do you think it was? If, if you had to rate it on a scale of 1 to 10, 10 being one of the best Father's Day gifts you could get, where would it be rated? Uh, I would give it a solid 8. Really? Yeah. I've, well, been, I've been wanting one. What would have made it a 10? Like, what would I have to got you to make a 10? Uh, the bigger size up. <laughs> <laughs> the next size up. <clears throat> That's the biggest one, ain't it? No. 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 You need to look at your drives. Look at your drives. Well, it's the, it's the biggest one they had there. Okay. Well, I appreciate it, and I like it. Thank y'all. I'm glad. Did you, did you use the sockets that we got you I with? I did. It? I did the impact sockets. Yeah. I used the five eights and the eleven sixteenths. So how about that? There you go. I I feel like when you give somebody something to do more work, you're like, "Whoa, cause you don't do enough work." So here's something to work with. No, it's that you. My my philosophy behind buying you tools is, since I work with you, I see how much actual work you have to do, like hand work, like right. mechanicing. Right. So I'm like, ooh. If we had this, it would not take us three days to do this. <laughs> it would not take us that long. We wouldn't have to run back and forth up to the shop borrowing tools. Exactly. See, I'm just replenishing right. the tools. Right. So, by the time I'm done, we'll have a full-fledged service truck. Well, the way I look at it, too, is you and your brother, when y'all was younger, lost so many of my tools that you're just replacing my stuff no. anyway. Because no. y'all go in there tinking around on your bicycles and... <laughs> I, everything else the next thing you know all my tools is scattered out in the yard and i'm missing tools missing right. missing every screwdriver i've ever bought yeah well guess and, guess how you started getting screwdrivers now you're taking mine that's right you have my my big 316th screwdriver and my big quarter inch screwdriver well you know what i'm sure y'all y'all lost mine that's why i had to get you on no yeah so uh Father's Day was yesterday. It was. It was a good day. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I thank y'all for that. We went went and ate some barbecue. That wasn't hitting on much, though. I don't know. Them, them hickory fries me and Buck got. Well, I got a hickory salad, and it, it wasn't hitting on much. Them hickory fries was. That's a lot of food. Yeah. Uh, but all in all, it was a great day. I got to, I got to thinking thinking today which i thought on it yesterday is uh people that ain't got their daddies on father's day this year yeah there's, there's a lot of them yeah and uh 
You know, which when you lose a loved one, all the holidays, you know, it just ain't Father's Day, but all the holidays, the first ones, especially are a little tough, you know. Yeah. Have you ever thought about the daddy you want to be? If the Lord's willing for Cooney to be a father, have you ever thought about what kind of father you want to be? Well, I mean, I'd want to be. It might sound cliche or whatever, but I'd want to be just like you. I mean, you know. But that's that's what everybody says. You know, I want to be just like my daddy. But I want to be like you. I mean, you've done everything for us, for being Buck. I mean, you took care of us all of our life. Taught us everything we need to know. Right. Most of what we need to know anyway. Right. Well, I appreciate you saying that. I ain't no perfect daddy by no means. By any means. But it's. You said that, and uh, this is one of the verses I was praying over and looking over and reading. Um, Proverbs seventeen six. Children's children are the crown of old men, and the glory of children are their fathers. You know, just like you were saying. Remember when you was a little kid? People be, oh, my daddy can beat you up. My daddy does this. My yeah. daddy does that. You know yeah. what I mean? Oh, yeah. Uh, kids is watching their daddies, watching their fathers, and they're always proud and prideful of their fathers. So when you got to lead by example, and in a lot of ways I know I failed in that manner. Um, so I appreciate you saying that. I really do. You think Buck would say the same thing? Oh, yeah. You think so? Oh, yeah, for sure. Buck, Buck would probably go way more into it than I would. Good Buck's smarter than you. Yeah, okay. You dumb as a sack of rocks. Sack of rocks? Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> but you got to uh, you, you got to be that light. And a lot, like I said, a lot of ways I failed. There were some things I definitely wanted to do different and should have done different and had my head up my butt and didn't. You know what I mean? Uh, but I always tried to make sure that y'all was in my life. Not just that I was in y'all's life. Y'all was in my life. I never really separated it. You know? Yeah. People talk how kids are are different nowadays. And I've said it before and I'll say it. I feel 100% that it's the parents that are different because the the kids learn from their parents, from their mamas, from their daddies, yeah. from their grandparents. That's how people learn. People learn from, I mean, that you're a parent, pretty much a teacher. Oh, exactly. Just, 100%. You know, it, it sits in, uh, it's like, People talk about sacrifice. I want to sacrifice uh, my time to make sure my kid or my children have a better life than I do. You know what I'm saying? Or a better life than I did. And my challenge to somebody is to, and this isn't passing it off in judgment by any means, but my challenge to, to a father is to sit there and really think 
what are you sacrificing? Because a lot of people, when they say that, what they what they mean is they're sacrificing their time, right? Yeah. That's what they mean, but what's actually going on is they're sacrificing that child's time with them. Yeah, yeah, that you makes see sense. see what I'm saying? Yeah. That's what they're actually doing because you're supposed to be guiding this child, teaching this child. Well, a lot, a lot of, a lot of, I think a lot of people think that I'm putting, that if I'm putting more time on the clock, that meaning putting more time out at work, making more money, then if my child wants something, I'll just pay for it. Right. If my child, if my child wants to learn how to throw a baseball, I'll pay to put them in baseball. Right. Or if my child wants to learn how to swim, I'll give them some pay for some swimming lessons or something. But some of that stuff is stuff that, as you teach it, there's other lessons inside of it. Right. So it's a lot better for a parent to teach those lessons. Right. Because they then they can give their stories and stuff like that. Yeah. Of when they were little and they were learning how to swim and stuff like Just that. Just all kinds of stuff. Think yeah. of this. Think of this, Cooney. Proverbs twenty two six. Train up a child in a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will not depart from it. You can't train up a child one hour a night. No. You can't train up a child half a day on Sunday. Right. Yeah. You can't. Yeah. I mean, the best the best analogy I'd have for it is coon hunting. You can train a dog. You can hunt a dog every night, right? And make it do what it's supposed to do. But with a kid, you can't just sit down every night for two or three hours and just sit there with it. Right. I mean, and just tell it, "All right, go on, do what you do. I'll, I'm right here with you." Right. You have to actually be engaged in it. Right. Well, you got to. Well, it goes back to what I'm talking about, sacrifice. So, and and look, people, all kinds of people have different jobs. I'm not knocking anybody who has a job that they have to spend a lot of time away from home, right? Yeah. What I'm talking is on people that make the conscious decision to not have to do that but still do it. In the name of giving their kids a better life. I'm talking about, do you really and truthfully have to be working 60, 80 hours a week? Are you doing it so you can have your new side-by-side and a new boat in your yard? Is that you taking time away from your kids to do that? You know, fathers make sacrifices. Mothers make sacrifices. Everyone makes sacrifice. There's not a thin line, in my opinion, of what a sacrifice is and what a sacrifice isn't. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't sacrifice the learning, the teaching of your child, period. If you've got to, if you've got to go, people in the military get deployed for years at a time. Go off for months at a time. That's a have to. Yep. 
a hundred percent. That's their job. That's what they do. There's people that travel the country every day, all day for their work. That's what they have to do. But I see so many people that even when they come home, they're content with sitting down in their chair, getting on Facebook and letting that PlayStation raise their kid. Yeah, I mean, and they're posting pictures of their kid on Facebook or whatnot, but, I mean, that's just a picture. Are you really there with him, though, you know? Right. Like, oh, my kid had a birthday party today. Right. Here's some pictures from it. The whole time you're sitting over there talking to your friends with work, you know, looking through Facebook or TikTok or whatever. Right. And you're just letting all the kids run around and play. Yeah, the kids are enjoying it. They're having fun, but... I mean, right, they ain't really spending time with you, you know. Well, like I said, it it may rub somebody the wrong way what I'm saying, but I, I'm honestly not passing any judgment. I, I honestly ain't. It's uh, I mean, it's a a simple fact. If you're doing that, you know you're doing it. Yeah. And people can get real crutchy and say, "I'm doing this so my kids will have a better life." How many people have you ever seen said, well, I liked old Billy Bob. The best thing about Billy Bob was he worked all the time. Nobody says that. No. Because that's not the best thing that Billy Bob had to offer. There's there's a difference between having a great worth ethic and going way overboard and acting like a fool. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's right. You know, you got to, or the way I look at it is the Lord's providing me with food and shelter, and I'm 100% content in that, but I'm not content in what he has, the type of father he wants me to be, and that I can pour into y'all. And I've failed in that in the years. I'll be the first to tell you. And there's a lot of other people failing in it, you know? They need to get off the dang horse of I'm making a better life when all you're doing is putting a side-by-side in your yard or getting getting you a bigger house so you can put a bigger TV in there to hook that PlayStation up to raise your kid. Yeah, I mean, you can think, oh, I'm going out here and I'm making all this money and I'm going to be able to provide everything my child could ever need. And he ain't never going to go without. He or she ain't never going to go without. But, and this might sound a little radical, but when you're dead, if that's all you've got to leave is money, they ain't going to know what to do with it. Believe that. What are they going to, they're going to go out and blow it. Yeah. If it, let's say you leave them a million dollars, what are they going to do? Go out and buy a brand new sports car? They ain't, I mean, they ain't really, they don't really know what to do with it. I see what you're saying. Yeah. The time is more valuable. The time is more valuable. You got to work. You got to work your tail off. Your job may demand. You, you, the, the, the hours you work may be dependent on whether you get to keep that job or not. Understand that. Right? But it's this, these frivolous comments of I'm doing this. I'm, I'm sacrificing this. Man, that's not the sacrifice. You are sacrificing what you could be pouring into that kid. You can do everything in your mind 
that you think is perfect raising a kid. And the minute they walk out that door, they could get wild. I know that. A hundred percent. Oh yeah. But if you if you really ain't putting the work in and that happens, you ain't got no bones you ain't got no bones to throw down. You ain't at all. Yeah. I mean it's the like I said, it's the lessons that, yeah. that you teach the kids that's gonna carry on for generations and generations. Right. I mean if you sit there and you if you spend every little every little minute you got with your kids teaching them lessons and spending time with them when they grow up they're gonna be like look at that right. that's that's how my daddy did it so i'm gonna do it like that with my children mm-hmm. and then it's gonna keep on going right you may not have but 25 dollars in the bank your whole life but everybody's happy believe that that uh if you're gonna raise them up you gotta be there yeah you gotta be there more than iron a night you gotta be there I don't care how anybody looks at it. It's the truth. Uh, you got to be there. Yep. Um, and that, like I said, that ain't knocking nobody. I ain't. I honestly ain't. There's a lot of people that's got to be gone. And I'm sure those people make the best of their time when they're home. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. And uh, I ain't passing judgment on nobody. I honestly ain't. But I, I've seen it. I see it all the time. That's just my perspective. You know, you got to it kids ain't the way they used to be or this generation don't want to work. You know what I mean? Don't want them to work. You know that or how, how can how can kids or people put their mom and daddies in a home, you know? Uh you know, I don't know. I'm about to. I'm about to. I'm about to wind up. You calm of, down, Cody. Calm down. Um, getting crunk. So yeah, man, y'all got to be there, daddies. I know a lot of y'all. There's a lot of good daddies out there. Oh yeah. A lot of good mamas. It um. Uh, it makes me think of when I was growing up. You know, my papa was my father figure. My dad went to prison when I was five. And he wasn't in my life. To this day, he ain't in my life. Uh, my papa was a deacon for a foot washing Baptist church. Never heard him cuss a day in his life. Used to take me squirrel hunting, stuff like that. He was he was my father figure, so I had that. And, you know, you hear people talk, of, well, men back in the days used to work 14 and 16 hours a day and he was one of those guys, back in the day type guys. You know what I mean? Yeah. But he didn't. He didn't work Sundays at all. He was at church, but he was there. He was there, living the simple life. You know what I mean? His money went toward the family, and that's what it went toward. It didn't go to all these other material items. You know, a lot of people can say I'm working to provide while you're just loading your garage with stuff. Yeah. And loading stuff out in the yard. Well, what are you providing? Toys? You know? Yeah, bought, bought, bought my family a brand new Tahoe today. Yeah. They really going to love it. I don't want nobody to misinterpret what I'm saying. I'm not saying everybody's like that. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm just saying 
they some you know i challenge a lot of people out there to really look at yourself what you're doing it took me looking at myself to see some areas i was messing up you know because you get caught up in you you can get caught up in your manhood i'm doing this and i'm providing and i'm the head of the household and i'm the man when really you ain't doing a flipping thing you know what i'm saying yeah people you know oh well the generation this day don't want to work they don't want to work have you ever talked to your kid about working like really talk to your kid about working and what the purpose of working is or did they see you building up this money to go buy you a brand new boat and that's all they know about working you don't you don't just work i mean you do work to get money but you don't just work just to have money i mean you work you work to provide and if you ain't there to provide I mean, what are you really working for? You just mm-hmm. you're just going in, making money, coming home, going to bed, right? Doing it all again the next day, right? But hey, the little your little kid could be at home. My daddy's got a lot of money. Oh yeah, what else did your daddy got? I don't really know him. Yeah, I just know he's got money, right? But that's right. What about this fishing, Cody? You're talking about some fishing. Yeah, me and you did some fishing. The other night, or last week, a few days last week. Some bass fishing. I feel like we should be out there fishing now. I know it's nice outside. Raining, too. Or it was raining when we got off. What, uh, boy, I tell you what, talking about nice outside, that D6 dozer has got an air conditioner, son. (laughs) You do not play with that air conditioner. You put that booger on one, and you will be closing vents on and off all day. I have never run a piece of equipment that had an air conditioner so cold that thing does not play son i didn't i didn't i don't have that luxury of having air conditioner. well you're a whippersnapper kids nowadays think they can just they can just hop on the newest piece of equipment and take off they want to start at the top kids nowadays want to start at the top how about that you ever heard that no Kid, I, kid, I ain't never, I ain't never tried to start at the top. Kids nowadays just want to start at the top. I believe it was you the other day we was talking about that dozer, and you was like, "You ever been on that thing before, Cooney?" I said, "I got on it to move it out of the way the other day." He said, "Yep, that's baby work right there. Baby work. So they just get on this thing, moving around a little bit. That's boy work. Boy work. Man's work. Get on that thing and move a mountain." That's right. Push some dirt, son. Push some dirt with that thing, man. I ain't, I ain't just taking it to the shop. Get it, <laughs> get it washed up. Get it worked on. Hey. I'm, I'm putting it to work. At least now when somebody says, hey, go get in that dozer, I know how to do it. I get in that thing, son. It's a, whoo, he done strapped the yoke to me. It might, it might have took me a little bit to figure out how to get it to going. Not, I, it wasn't the D6. It was that little Komatsu one. But it's got the two that, the hydraulic. One. Yeah, it's got the hydraulic locks on both sides. Yeah, I didn't know that. Right. So I I flipped the one up because you know it's normally on your left side. So I flipped right. it up. And I'm trying to move it and I cannot figure it out. I couldn't find a little manual book in there anywhere. So I pulled out the YouTube. You kids nowadays with your YouTube <laughs> and your Google. Hey, we had in our automotive class at school, uh, our our old automotive teacher. That was his way of teaching. 
You you try to do it yourself. You only come to him if you cannot get it done. Right. He he would tell us YouTube it, and it worked just about every time we figure out how to do it. But there's always that one rare case where we couldn't. So that's that's what I do now. If I can't figure something out, I just YouTube it. Y'all y'all kids nowadays with your fancy phones pulling everything up and learning. Well, I wonder why, because ain't nobody telling them nothing. Exactly. Duh. Duh. Ain't ain't nobody there to show them. Why? I mean, what's the big deal if, if ain't nobody there? I mean, you'd be a dummy not to look it up. But, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're learning it on your own then. But I got in that dozer, and I was flipping that, flipped that one up, and it wouldn't move or nothing. So I looked at, and there was a guy I'd watched. I'd been watching ever since I started working at BLD. Doing the running the track on stuff, just watching videos on how to get on like to know the machine better. Mm-hmm. And he he had one on there called Dozer Training One Hundred One. Right. I, I knew it was going to show me how to use it because I'd watched it before. Right. And the first thing he does is go first. What you want to do is you want to flip both your hydraulic locks on the left and the right side. And I was like, mm, there we go. There you Going go. with that. Then it time, time for boy stuff. Let me move this yeah. thing out the way. <laughs> Let me get it situated for a man to come in here. You do good, Cooney. You really do. I'm okay. proud of you. Okay. Okay. I'm proud of you. <laughs> so, yeah, we did a little bit of fishing. Got on some bass. Yeah, we got them. We was testing out different types of baits and whatnot, them little plastic baits. Yeah. We're going to. Uh, we got the. We're going to start a YouTube. Do Start doing YouTube video. And we got the Ozark Trail brand. At Walmart of the, like the flukes and the, I think they got one called the kicker curl. Yeah. But yeah. we, we went and we got, I can't remember five or six different kinds. We matched up the, we ma- uh, the Ozark trail. And we matched them with the zoom. Yeah. Rubber baits. Yeah. But rubber now baits. The, the Ozark trails are, are made in the USA. And that's the only reason we're going to. The zooms are, them. zooms are made in USA yeah, too, right? Yeah. yeah. They're zooms based out of Georgia. Oh, yeah, that's right. Watkinsville, Georgia. Yeah. I remember that. Now. So, I don't know if they make them down there. I know that's where they're based out of, though. It, uh, that's just what it says on the package. Right. That's how, what I remember. So, we're going to do a uh, sort of a Ozark Trail versus Zoom on some rubber baits. We done shot a little bit of video. Yeah. And uh, we're going to start, which we done said we was going to do the YouTube channel. We need to get that thing fired up. Yeah, we do. Get rolling on it. That uh, yeah, I'm excited about doing that. Yeah, we did some little, a little bit of night fishing last week. Last yeah, well, Tuesday. well, we fished till dark. We didn't fish at night. Well, I consider it night because it's when I get off work. I get off work at six o'clock. I, I went fishing over there the other morning, and I pulled up and I seen four bucks run across the dam. Yeah, and I could just see their antlers. You know, they got their nubs coming up, and they're all in velvet. And I could just see it enough to tell they was all bucks. And uh, they run across the dam and dipped down in a hole. And I figured they was going in that pine thicket. I figured they'd seen me. And I got my stuff up, and I was walking to the lake. And uh, I got about 40 yards from the truck, and here they come back across the road, coming right in front of me. They crossed in front of me about 20 yards. That's four, a, four bucks. They some geese that stay out there just about. Yeah. With them little goslings. Man, they got geese crap all over them they docks. Do. 
That's the only thing about and them the craw, the crawfish. Oh, they wear them crawfish they, out. They got all dead crawfish parts laying up on the bank I and mean, everything. It, it's like a crawfish massacre over there. And they're always over there. Yeah, all the time. Not, well, no, they ain't always over there. You let geese season open. Oh, yeah, that's and right. They and they just never in the state they vanish. of Georgia. Ain't that crazy? They vanish just all of a sudden. It's because you and Buck go out there. Like, yeah, we're going to kill some geese today. And they fly over. <clears> they're like, what? Them jokers, them jokers really, did them jokers really think they're going to do something? This year, I'm going to go out there with a fishing pole. With a fishing pole? I'm going to lay the shotgun down, cover it up. And I'm going to have a fishing pole just be throwing it. Acting like you're fishing? Acting like I'm fishing. And then wait for them to come? And then they're going to get the smoke. They're going to get the smoke. They're going to get the smoke then, Cooney. Speaking of Cooney, remember, there was a little raccoon on the front yep. steps. Old baby coon. Uh, what day was that? Friday? Yeah, it was yep. Friday. Friday. A little baby coon been out there eating that cat food. Mm-hmm. I believe that thing will let me pick it up. Yeah, well, I mean, it wasn't scared of us. Right. It walked right in front of me. Almost walked right over my boot. Man, did you see that buck sent me a video of a doe killing a hawk? Did you see that video? I, I ain't seen that video. It appeared this hawk had come down and grabbed a rabbit and went to fly off, and it dropped the rabbit, and it come back down and grabbed the rabbit, and the rabbit's out there doing that rabbit squeal, and this doe comes from around the edge of the woods and stomps the far out of that hawk, son. I mean, stomped the far out of it. Killed that hawk. Wow. Killed it dead. I ain't never seen nothing like it. Wild. Now, what was wild was that video with that bobcat. Oh, and it come come running across the yard. Oh, that 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 was my dog. Old lady had something in that pen. That was in Ohio. Uh, yeah, I believe so. Yeah, but she had. You could tell she had something in a crate. It's a cat or a dog. Sound like a cat or something. But uh, they was walking out there in the car, and that thing, whatever was in the crate, made a noise and. Out of nowhere, this bobcat just comes running up and starts attacking this whatever's in this crate. And she's like, oh, my God, help me, help me. And he and her husband comes running over there, and he comes back He comes back in frame at the end of the driveway, and he's just holding this bobcat up above his face, looking at it dead in the eyes, going, you're a bobcat, like telling it it's a bobcat. Right. And then he chunks this bobcat across the yard. Right. And it gets back up and starts running back over to that lady. And he's just he's got his hand on his pistol on his side. And he's just running through the yard going, I'm going to shoot it. I'm going to shoot it. Right. <laughs> that, uh, it's yeah, the that, funniest video uh, ever. That was a trip, man. By well, far the funniest one. Without a, <laughs> without a doubt. Man, uh. Over the weekend, I watched some of that live coverage of the Mid-State Mile. Yeah. Did you watch any of it? Yeah, I was watching it a good bit. Man, you want to talk about inspirational. That ain't no joke right there, cuz. Them jokers is getting it. That that ain't no joke. If you can get a 286-pound redneck to watch some foot race coverage... <laughs> I mean, there's something going on. Yeah, really. And uh, Chad, our buddy Chad Wright, ended up winning 
I can't remember how much it yeah. was. A hundred and twenty-two point one miles. Man, and I t- think it was a total of thirty-eight hours. Thirty-eight hours. Yeah. All them dudes, all them women and men that was in that was no joke. Mm-mm. That was that was no joke. It made me feel like a, as Chad says, don't be a fat, fat hog. Fat hog, yeah. It made me feel like a fat hog sitting there watching it, not doing nothing, just watching it. I probably couldn't run half a mile, and it made me feel like getting up and running. This is his second year, second year in a row winning yeah. it mm-hmm. and running it. So he's he's good at that running stuff. I, I wish we'd have went up there. Yeah, we should it have. Looked like a good time, man. Yeah. But all them dudes, man. Uh, Darby. Yeah. He he was in it. Darby he, Hopper. You know he's got a podcast. It's called The Unknown. Did you The Unknowns? Unknowns with a S. Yeah, I started. You, I I turned it on last night when I went to bed and was listening to it. Right. I fell asleep. About I it. think he put out three more episodes today, two or three more episodes. But I listened to the first one. I'm gonna catch up on them uh, tomorrow. But it was pretty good. I really liked it. I enjoyed it. That's, I, that's, I, I liked what I heard of it. Like yeah. I said, I fell asleep. Yeah. That's definitely, I'm definitely going to be following that podcast. That boy ain't but 18 years old. Yeah. His his co-host is 16. Yeah. I don't want to misquote what he run, but I think he got to like mile 40 or something like that. I don't, I don't want to misquote that. I'm pretty sure it was. Was it? But I'm not a hundred percent sure. Oh, I don't want to misquote, but he did awesome, man. Everybody. Which that mid-state mile, that's, you have 20 minutes, right? Yeah, to, to make do, a lap. To do a whole lap, but one, it's a but one, it's different. You're like going up and down a mountain and all yeah, kinds of stuff. Different elevations. Yeah, I mean it's through the woods. Right. Yeah. It's not yeah, it ain't jogging down the street. Yeah. Yeah. Uh but man, them jokers was that's the real those are some athletes right there. Oh yeah. They had old Chad had old Blake and Chili yeah. covering his and Brooke. And Brooke. That's what, what, what Brooke Brooke's live stream kind of fell off because she she was doing fine live streaming and then the next thing you, when you click on the story it's just snakes oh yeah she's just finding <laughs> snakes out here she's the snake whisperer I know she found that one that one little, real little bitty snake and then the one right after I don't know if she found it or not but big old timber rattler yeah just crawling around uh little G they went to High Shows Falls today oh yeah and G about stepped on a timber rattler Oh, a, a little bit in, yeah, sure did. So the snakes have shown up out, yeah, uh, which makes sense. I mean, as hot as it's been, but, yeah, it is. Uh, but I enjoyed watching that mid-state mile. I really did. I did too. That was uh man, it was powerful just to watch them guys and gals putting themselves through that for each other. Yeah, I, I can't fathom it because I ain't never done nothing like it. But that's what it seemed like to me. Yeah. You know what I mean? They was all it was like they were all against uh, facing against each other in the race, but they were all just one big family. Right. I mean, you could see from when they were doing the live streams and stuff on just Chaz, everybody was talking to each other as they was running and everything. I might get into some ultra running, Cooney. Yeah, okay. Huh? Okay. You you down? <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Woo, I don't know about that, cuz. Yeah, I don't think you uh, 
I don't know. You got a couple of years. Well, we're going to start working out. Yeah. I'm, I'm busting you out on the podcast right now. Yeah, Today's well, the day. Let's do it. Let's put the work in, cuz. Put it in. What you weigh right now so everybody knows? Two. Last time I weighed myself, I was 272.2. Whoa. 272.2. Yep. Man, 17 years old. Mm-hmm. All right. You busted out now. We're going to see what you got. We're going to see what you got. What you looking at me for? You want no, me to tell how much no, I weigh? I was thinking about it lunch today. Me and, old, me and old Jason were sitting there, and we were talking about drinking, just drinking water, you know, cutting soda completely out. And I was telling him, and he was like, do you know how much water you're supposed to drink a day? And I was like, I was like four bottles of water or something like that. <laughs> he said, he said, no, what you do is you take your body weight and divide it and divide it in half. And then whatever half your body weight is, that's how many ounces of water you're supposed to drink a day. And I did mine. Mine was like 135 ounces, which is the water bottles we drank. The Publix water is 16.9. I just put 16 ounces. That's eight bottles. Yeah. Eight to ten bottles of water a day. That I, can, I don't do that. Well, why even, not? Even if I only drunk water all day, I feel like I wouldn't even drink but like four or five bottles of water a day. Well, that means you probably ain't hydrated very well. You probably ain't hydrated very well in them sodas you drank, them pops. Pops. For all y'all up north, them pops. Sody pops. Sody uh, waters. Uh, all that sugar, that ain't good neither. No. No. So you, you need to just hit that water. Be a waterhead. Yeah. What do you think? Waterhead. <laughs> I don't think I'll be a waterhead. So you're going you're gonna to start putting in that work today. Yeah, today maybe. No, today. <laughs> Don't do that. You got to be, man, when you get fired up, you got to get at it, son. You're going to sit here and tell this big story about how you watch this mid-state mile coverage and watch what them gals and men did to their self. And you're going to buy now today. That takes every, every bit of the validity out of what you was just talking about and threw it out the window. Yeah. What's wrong with you, boy? I don't know. Huh? I ain't. I ain't trying to run the mid state, ma. Yeah. I, I tell you what, I'm gonna set a challenge for myself right now. Next year, and I, you, you're hearing it first. Next year, I'm running the mid state mile. No, Coney. I'm telling you right now. Chill out. Son. I'm telling you, Coney. Right now. Now you. I might not make it far. I'm gonna be there. You ne- hold on. Hold on. I'm not saying as your dad. That there's nothing you can accomplish. I'm not saying that. But you have to set realistic goals. Right? Why ain't that realistic? Huh? That's a whole year. A realistic goal. (laughs) Then what would be a realistic goal? Uh, Get up and to where you can run a 5K. You know what I mean? Now, I'm, I'm I'm no health guru. You know what I'm saying? When when you was wrestling in high school, you was in shape. Yeah, I got yeah. I, I I started out wrestling at 225 pounds. And by the end of wrestling season, I was 194.4. A lot of times we can let excitement and motivation overload us, right? Yeah, you can do anything you set your mind to, but I wouldn't I wouldn't go as far. I mean, you're talking 
about <laughs> men and women, son, that have trained all their life that to go out there and do that. That have trained for years. And I, I just don't think that you got the, the right mental grasp of what it takes to do something like that. But you but you're only naive because you ain't never trained. You see yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So you can't so you want to renege on that? I mean I'm not trying to so talk So maybe not next year. I I'm okay. not trying to talk you into it <laughs> to reneging on it. You know what I'm saying? But I'm just saying you got it, it'll definitely be put on my bucket list for life you, goals. There you go. Is to run the mid state mile. There you go. And win. Yeah. I'm with That's you. That's my life goal. So, Chad, uh, watch out, huh? <laughs> Can't have it every time. <laughs> Whoa, Cooney. Whoa. Well, I, I definitely. Uh, I mean, you just did a light switch. You went from uh, maybe to I'm going to win or win the mid state mile. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes, so. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? <clears throat> Real quick before we go. We got the we got so tickled in the car. Coming back from uh, the barbecue yesterday, what was we talking about? Oh, the showbiz pizza. Oh. <laughs> no, that's not what got us tickled. So we were talking. We were talking about uh, what were we talking about? We were talking about some ba- bands. We, were, we got talking about bands about something. Restaurants Daddy, that had bands. Restaurants in. that have bands. Yeah, Daddy goes. Well, you know the showbiz pizza had a band. I had never heard of these jokers. <laughs> So I look them up. There's a bunch of fake robotic bears and horses up there on stage dancing around talking about the show bears. Anyway, it looked like something from the country bears. But uh, Mama was like, Mama goes, I ain't never been to a showbiz pizza. And Dad said, I have. Mama said, when? Dad said, they used to have one down here. Mama said, where? At? <laughs> and Daddy goes, just about everywhere there was a chunky cheese. <laughs> <laughs> I don't yeah, I mean everywhere there was a chunky cheese. No. There's a there's a But that's not what's funny. Chucky e, Chuck E, like the, the little baby that in the horror movie, the Chucky doll. The, the doll, yeah. But it's not spelled the same, it's Chuck with a E. Not chunky. We're not talking about just a big old fat rat. We're talking about Chucky not What's it chunky. matter? Because if you if you say I'm gonna to go to Chunky Cheese, everybody's like, okay, well wherever that's at, we're going to Chunky Cheese. Wow. If what? I ever if I ever told somebody I'm going to Chunky Cheese, I expect them to throw a baked potato at me. Have you ever been to a Chunky Cheese? Not a chunk. I've been to a Chunky Cheese, not a Chunky Cheese. What'd you do there? Uh, for some birthday party. Y'all didn't ever have birthday parties. Not our birthday party. Oh, cause y'all y'all's birthday parties was. BB gun contest in the front yeah, yards. Yeah, BB gun con- All the kids would come over and we'd set up cans and y'all would have a BB gun shooting contest. And then when it got dark outside, we'd play manhunt. Manhunt. we dead ball. That, that's little, fun. A little bit of dead ball. Daddy likes to come up with all these different games and stuff. Dead ball is probably the best one you've ever come up with. Well, what about the, uh, the turkey hunting game? Oh, yeah, where you would have the turkey. You'd have the B-Mobile in your hand. Yeah, and you would have us set up around the yard with a turkey call. Yeah, I'd have the I'd have the the gobbler decoy. Yeah, yeah, 
and we'd be set up around various spots in the woods and stuff around it, the house. It was sort of like hide and go seek. Y'all go hide. But we had to call. Yeah. And the best one, the best call that sounded good is the one you come to. I'd go to it. But. So it really wasn't hide and go seek. But, but it was. No, because we were telling you pretty much, hey, we're right here. And hide and seek, the goal is for them never to know where you're at. But then I'd be the, I'd have the turkey decoy and I'd pop out. And if I, if I seen you, I'd turn around and take off running. That means you got busted. Yeah, but that ain't hide and seek. I think that's how you learn to turkey hunt. I guess you can just say that turkey hunting is just a big old game of hide and seek. <laughs> is that is that what you're saying? <laughs> no. No, no. no, I mean, that's kind of what you're saying. Right? Well, I mean, you are hid from the bird. You don't want him to see you. Or is the bird hid from us? No, you're hid from the bird. I don't know. Sometimes the bird hides from you. Make you come to him. Well, true that. True that. Sometimes, that, that, sometimes that he's right there in your face and you still don't even see him, you know? That'd be a game of hide and hide. Same difference. Or seek and seek. Same thing, different shapes. You know what I mean? Same thing with the silent seven. Yeah. I had a chunky cheese. That's what I like. I like the turkey hunting game. I'd say it's probably in the top five. Low top five, but it's up top there. five of what? Uh games. That you like to play? That we've played that we played when we were littler. Yeah, oh yeah, by far. So I'm, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say the number one game we played that you come up with was Dead Ball. Yeah. Now Dead Ball was a game. So we the way our driveway set up is it comes down the hill and it's got a little car park, a little parking spot right to the side on the left side. And we all, and so you have to start on the other side of that little car park, car park thing right there. Had some cross ties set up. Start over there and work your way to the porch. But you had to get to the porch without getting hit. That's how you The won. porch was base. Yeah, the porch was base. But there were somebody would be standing in the front yard, and they couldn't come out of the front yard to get to you. They could only throw the ball. But when the ball hit the ground, the person throwing had to say "dead ball," or you didn't have to stop running. Yeah, you and you could only you was only out if you got hit by the ball. Yeah, if you caught the ball, you're still in. Yeah. But if they threw it and it missed you or something, you can just keep on running until they say "dead ball." Then they also have the power to just drop the ball in front of them and say "dead ball." It's the same right. thing. Yeah. That and, was uh, that was a pretty good game. It's the best game. I like the turkey hunting game. We didn't play it as much though. No, it didn't. It wasn't that good, that's why. Alright, so you need to get your tail out there. Cooney didn't get all his tomato cages up, y'all. And it come up a cloud yeah, sat Saturday night and beat his tomatoes. To the ground. They come up a cloud all Saturday, yeah. then Sunday, and then again today. It's about to beat your pepper plants to the ground. Yeah, I noticed that. Wow. My garden ain't even full yet. No, it ain't. Well, it's uh, probably as about as full as it's going to yeah. get. The plants was high this year. They were, We got to go a different route next year. Like $2.98 slab. Yeah, we need to buy the smaller ones next year. I think I might just start my own seeds this year that'd be a good idea like a greenhouse start some seeds Cooney's greenhouse oh yeah there you go well all right man i guess we're gonna do some tomato cages yep. and some fishing later on oh, in yeah. the week we got some good guests coming up y'all hey if y'all would please leave us a review on the apple app 
yeah. iPod app, please. Apple Podcast. It helps out a whole lot, and we appreciate each and every one of you. All of you. The podcast is really building up some steam. We're really happy with it, pleased with it. It means so much to us. I'm getting a lot out of it. Uh, it's keeping me in the Word, helping me build my faith. Kenny, you got anything? No, I mean, you got anything specific you want us to talk about or something? Shoot us an email. That's right. Redbloodedoutdoors at gmail.com. There you go. Got anything? You just got oh, something yeah. you want to say? The police officer. I think we can't go without saying. Oh, let me look up his uh, name again. Last Thursday. What was last Thursday's date, Coney? The 17th? Uh, yeah. Was it Thursday or Wednesday? In Holly Springs, Georgia. It was Wednesday. Last Wednesday. Last Wednesday. So the 16th. Yep. A police officer. Name was Joe Burson. Burson. He was 25 years of age. Uh, without going into the details of what happened to him, he lost his life during a traffic stop. Uh, and 25 years of age. I mean, mm -hmm. that boy was just a baby. I don't think. How long had he worked there? Holly Springs Police he Department. He was in there for a year. He'd been a police officer for one year. Went to work to do his job and lost his life during a traffic stop. Mm-hmm. And, uh, man, this crap's got to stop. This crap has got to stop. Bless that boy. Bless his family. We've been praying for him. Going to continue to pray for his family. Uh, just bad business. Holly, oh, Spr yeah. Holly Springs, Georgia. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You got anything else? I believe that's it. All righty. Well, I reckon we're going to holler at y'all. Deuces.